Hi everybody, this is Eric from the band Mill and Colin and you guys are listening to Rocket from Russia. When I am losing my still conversation, makes me use my imagination. So the thing to offer me, the sun has showed those monkeys hope. Shut the sun and I feel smaller. Cause the front of me think it's over when when I open my mouth again, we tell them something more. So you ask me what the heart is Well, I have this girl when I make her crazy When I'm gone, she's more lazy Yeah, I gotta keep on pushing her But I'm not sure about how she feels about it But better I keep seeing my struggling That makes my stomach bubbling bad The hot job really makes me sad We had some fucked up years No time to wipe away those tears My sister Hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Welcome to this program, my friends, and I'm excited to be here and um, be for you from 11.07 till 11.59 playing some punk rock music and even one interview today. How about that, listeners? Uh, my name is Russian Tim, I'm excited to be here, and we I opened the show with a song by the band called Millen Colin from Sweden, and that was their super hit called Losing Must. Uh, Millen Colin played on Sunday, September 25th at the venue, that was fantastic, uh, that was a first time since 2005, I think, they played in the city, so it, it's been a while, and that was my first time seeing them, and I was very, very excited, um, exciting to see them, and I also got a chance to talk to Eric, who is the lead guitarist of the band um, lead guitarist, guitarist. Is there a difference? I don't know. He plays guitar in Melancholin. Eric is a super nice gentleman. We got a chance to talk before the show. And today on the show, I will play you uh, a portion of our conversation, which I recorded uh, with a special recording device. How about that technical ability? All right, my friends, uh, there will be a few parts. As always, every part will be supportive of the song, um, which we usually discussed in the conversation. So let's start doing it. Uh, part number one, we talked about their brand new album which is called True Brew uh, which came out last year one of my favorite releases from last year let's do it this is a uh, part one of my conversation with Eric of Mill and Colling where we talked about their brand new album called True Brew you're listening to Rocket from Russia 
Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, and congratulations on the release of your new amazing album, True Brew. Thanks a lot. Villain Colin is a legendary band with your own sound and style. I listened to a few of your interviews before I was preparing for our conversation, and you talked the True Brew, and you mentioned you're still influenced by bands like Bad Religion. Um, I think it's super, super cool that, you know, such a legendary band of you know, lots of years of experience still takes um, some inspiration from uh, legendary bands. Why do you think it is important to you guys to have those, um, you know, people you look up, you look to, up to? Yeah, you know, uh, in the first place, I mean, the, the, they are the reason. They, I mean, Bad Religion, Pennywise, No Effects, Operation Ivy are like the biggest reasons why we, we we are a band. You know, we you know played Swedish punk rock before in other bands, and then we formed this band to play like a Californian style of, of punk rock. And you know, those bands were so important for us in the beginning we like try to super copy their sound you know like before we got the record deal and stuff like that we really really tried to sound like those bands and then you know eventually you know you you move I mean say like Pennebridge Pioneers and Home From Home those albums we kind of moved away a little bit and maybe we're more influenced by the Foo Fighters and and Weezer and other like more rock bands around that time but then it felt like just for this album it felt and especially like a previous album uh, Machine 15 it felt like we went too far from where Mill and Colin were, are supposed to be. So uh, this time around we felt like, okay, let's go back to what we made this band and like try to make songs that are the best Mill and Colin songs in the world. And of course then you had to uh, again look back at, at the bands that really inspired you in the beginning. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I'm really happy how the album turned out and it's for the first time, it's the first album ever re released where fans have been like, wow, that's great. You know, because always always there's been people you know why should don't why don't you sound like your first album why don't you sound like this like this like this but to be honest i, I barely seen anybody or if i've seen any at all like complaints like that for for this uh, for this release so i'm super happy yeah, yeah. Uh, myself i love the album and everybody i talk to everybody is yeah, yeah. loves it. thanks a lot uh, this year you released an EP called True Brew. It features a Swedish version of the song, uh, of the title track, and it's called Intevara Agd. Intevara Agd. Thank yeah. you, thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, you shot a video for that song, and why did you choose the Swedish version of the song over the English uh, version for the video? Uh, we, we shot both uh, uh, oh, okay. English and, and the Swedish version. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it, we actually shot the English version in the first place, and then I like I edited the the Swedish versions. So I took like when Nicolas mouth is kind of in sync, I put <laughs> it, and and I also shot the clips with him when he's doing the the sync in front of a mic just in our studio, really really quick. So no, the the, the English version is the the real video actually. Oh, okay. So yeah, you just seen the the, the Swedish exactly. one, yeah. Yeah, and we did a, we did another song called Ishugenor, uh, which is a battery check uh, oh, of yeah, yeah, of uh, yeah, yeah. Home from Home. Yeah. We did that in Swedish, and that became like one of our biggest songs in in Sweden. So, and people have been asking us like, uh, why don't you record anything more in Swedish? So, since we did this EP, we're like, like, hey, let's translate a, a, one of the new songs to to Swedish. Uh -huh. So we did that, and oh, it turned out pretty good. Yeah, 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 it's very interesting. Like you know, especially the song which I already knew by that time, yeah. and then hear it like in, in Swedish language. Yeah, it sounds really different. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for for us too, because exactly. Nicola translated the the lyrics, and then he went into the studios. He just. He just said like Intvara Ag is like not being owned. It's it, like you're not being owned by uh -huh. anybody. That, 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 that's it. so he kind of changed the, the lyrics a little bit, like the how, how the topics of, of the lyrics a little bit. Like 
but true bruise that yeah uh, it, it, it's it's roughly the, the same sort of lyrics but still he changed it because you can't translate you know word swedish word. no word by word it would be really strange <laughs> <laughs> but, um yeah so yeah yeah so, so uh, none of us heard it before he actually sung it in the in the studio and i think he you know we never rehearsed it or anything he just wrote it and then he went into the studio and like you know sang it from from like his lyrics sheet so that it was kind of like the first time he also heard it <laughs> you know, you know, just since this was this is just like a fun thing it's not it was just like a it's not a super plan behind doing it in uh -huh. Swedish so but it turned out good yeah and for a fan like I just found it myself it's interesting you yeah know, a song which you already heard you change it that's interesting yeah it's yeah
Hello, hello, hello. You listen to the radio station CITR. This is punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and that was Milan calling Intavara Agd. Uh, Eric definitely did a better uh, version of pronunciation, but uh, my friend Jeff just uh, texted me said, Holy shit, I didn't know about the Swedish version of the song. Me too, Jeff. I had no idea. But uh, apparently there is a Swedish version of the song and it sounds great. Uh, the lyrics are fantastic and it's called Inte Vara Agd. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the part two of my conversation with Eric. And in that part, we discussed uh, two other, uh, not two other, two songs from the, their new album called True Brew. One song is the last track on the album called Believe in John. And then my favorite track from this album called Sense and Sensibility. Let's do that. This is part two of my conversation with Eric of the band called Melon Colin. And you're listening to Rocket from Russia. The last track on the album is called Believe in John, and John you're referring to is John Lennon of The Beatles. Uh, the Beatles are a big influence uh, on your music and songwriters. Uh, what did you learn from them as a songwriter? Well, now, I mean, on this album I haven't written any songs. It's, it's Nicola and Matthias who have been writing. I used to write a lot of the songs, but I'm more into the... Uh, graphic parts of, of Melancholy and taking care of stuff <laughs> with Melancholy these days. So, so I, I leave the songwriting to them. But uh, Beatles uh, is a really important band for, especially for for Nicola, and uh, ah, he listens to that a lot. That and uh, and Bob Dylan, I think he's he's like big, big uh, maestros in in music in general. But you know, Beatles songs are so good. I mean, there's so, such good uh, melodies, and it's so easy to convert them to, into punk rock. Exactly. So, but uh, yeah, th that song really sticks out a little bit uh, on the album. It's more. I don't, I'm not sure if that fits in, to be honest. It, it's a little bit strange there in the end, but but uh, uh, it, it, it's, it's a pretty good song. And uh, and the message is like believe in love. I mean, there's so much hate in the world these days, so you need a little love. So spread John Lennon's message further again. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, yeah, like I'm just a massive Beatles fan for myself. And when I wrote this question, like I yeah. heard you talking about it, thought for myself, what well, I learned from them. I learned the melodies, yeah. song structures, and the harmonies. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Exactly. Yeah. This is, and, and yeah, and, and they create the builds created so much, like you say, the, those three things, like they set completely a new standard for for music. Mm -hmm. I mean, for us now, you know, you look back at the Beatles, yeah, that, that's been done, that's been done, but when they did that, that it was such an original thing. So, I mean, we got a lot to thank those guys for. Exactly. Yeah. Um, I think the whole punk rock genre, I mean, exactly. it wouldn't sound like this if it wasn't for the Beatles. I, I think, like, you know, if you take early Beatles, yeah. And play it now if the band writes that, it will be like modern pop punk. Yeah, yeah. Because totally, like yeah. The melody, yeah. harmony, yeah, uh, simplicity. Exactly. Yeah, 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 you're right. My favorite track on True Brew is Sense and Sensibility. And uh, I think it's a fantastic song. I just love it. Uh, and uh, you made a big part in, in the video for the song. Yeah. It's a very funny video when you're driving around um, uh, in a little van, and I assume that's Streets of Erebro. Yeah, it is. Uh, could you please tell uh, what happened behind the scenes, how, like, how it was all shot, uh, how many takes? did you take and uh, how many <laughs> how long did you drive around yeah that was really really funny and uh, I'm it actually t turned out better than I thought because Epitaph they, they just wanted like a stationary video for the first release of the song not, not like a super real video uh -huh. clip really but I said hey let's I mean I, since I can edit video like let's do something simple but let's just use GoPro cameras so 
I'm using like three three GoPro cameras, and I like built this uh, ring flash softbox thing where Nicholas sings in, and then we like borrowed that van, and we bought like the Christmas lightning yeah. in there, and uh, and uh, it was funny. And then I mean, play it, when you're moving around in a small, it, it like the the angle makes it looks a little bit bigger than it is. It's like super tight, <laughs> and then driving around there. And it was crazy because like we had this sound system which was super loud so you can he can play the drums and everything so when we drove the city people were like you know <laughs> you probably heard as much outside the van as inside so it was so much fun and uh, yeah we drove around there and after a while everybody got so fucking car sick too because you know we're lights everywhere and you know you, you move around and, and you sing and stuff and you're not focusing on the road at all so afterwards I felt like puking. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm not usually a car sick person, but it was crazy. And I remember that I drove home that night. I was like, I f felt like drunk and I'm like, <laughs> almost like fell asleep. But I've been shooting the video too, so it's kind of a stress moment. But it was a really fun recording. And uh, if I can say it myself, I, it turned out better than I thought, really. Yeah. But by just using GoPro cameras, that's that's the cool part about it. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, Christmas light. <laughs> van and GoPro. Yeah, it's such a no-budget video at all. Actually, I, I, I do have some like behind-the-scenes footage which I like started editing. I never finished it, but somewhere on my computer there's like behind-the-scenes uh -huh. where you can see how okay. super no-budget it is, <laughs> and it actually got more views than the second video and the third video which had real budgets <laughs> wow mine got, got more more uh, views actually <laughs> so that's it, it's it's a good song though i mean i guess people look more on like at the video for for the song than maybe the mm -hmm. video in itself yeah yeah the song's oh, such a good song uh, thanks a lot
What a great song, huh? Hello, 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 I tell you. Sense and Sensibility by Mel and Colin. Wow. I like this song. Probably one of my favorite songs of last year. I, I like it a lot. All right, let's keep the good pace going. And um, obviously, Milan Colin from Sweden, from Örebro. And I couldn't miss a chance to talk to European about football. Uh, in the next part, and that was probably well, the, the best part of this conversation, we talked about Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who is my current favorite fa- football player, who a person who I have a massive man crush on. And obviously, their home club, Örebro. Uh, I'm mispronouncing this, so if you're listening in Urubru, sorry about the mispronunciation. All right, let's do it. This is part three of my conversation with Eric of Milan Calling, where we talked football. I'm a massive fan of um, uh, football myself and you guys as well. Uh, you have a song called My Name is Golden about my favorite current player Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Uh, do you know if Zlatan liked the song? <laughs> I'm not sure if he's heard it. Uh, and we, we actually got two songs. Uh, Who's Laughing Now is about, uh, it's about uh, Zlatan as well. Yeah. yeah. And Nikola, he's, he's a huge Zlatan fan. He, he he loves him. Uh, I like him too, but I, I'm not like a super fan of him in particular. But uh, but I, I'm not sure if he, he's heard he's uh, heard that song. I mean, he's he's like a god in Sweden. So I mean, he's getting I guess he's getting tons of songs written. But yeah, but yeah I, I don't know. I don't know. I heard but, a hip hop song about him. Oh yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah, then there's like an official song about him too, which a kid sings, which is kind of weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, and. Uh, and then, uh, but I do know that, uh, like, I'm really into fishing, uh-huh. sport fishing, and and he's super into fishing as well. So I know a, a couple of guys who's been out fishing with him, uh-huh. and uh, he says like, yeah, as soon as I put uh, my soccer shoes on the shelf or whatever, like, throwing the towel, I'm gonna fish every day. Wow. So he's, he's super into sport fishing. Nice. Yeah. Wow, that's very interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. So I have, like, I have like three or four friends who's been out with him like in a small boat just fishing, you know, hanging out as friends, you know. Uh-huh. It's pretty cool. They should, they should, they should send him the, the CDs. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> and also, speaking of football, are you guys members of Cuba Nerna? Yeah, 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 yeah. Could we talk about that? Yeah, I, I think I have it here. The Lifetime. Wow. There you go, lifetime wow. membership. <laughs> Could you please tell for the listeners what it is? No, it's just this golden card where I'm like a lifetime member of Cubana. It's uh, the, it's the, the supporters of our team, Urubu uh, Sports Club. And uh, yeah, Cuba, they're called the Cubans because there, there was this, this guy in the 80s who was called Cuba. He was actually from Poland, yeah. uh, and, but he was like the the best player in a lot of seasons, and and he was called Cuba. So after 
after he quit and everything, the supporter group named themselves the Cubans after after that. It's kind of weird. Nobody if nobody knows about that old guy. <laughs> it's kind of strange that the Urbu supporters are called the Cubans. Uh -huh. But yeah, so yeah, they are the standing section. But but I'm actually I'm a lifetime member, but I'm I'm not in the. I'm not by the supporters. I'm, 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 I got a good seat in the in the center <laughs> because yeah, I, I do I do like some graphic artwork and stuff for for the club as well. So oh, really? I, yeah, I'm getting tickets or like a, I got my t my share there, oh, nice. my seat. Wow. Yeah, wow. Wow. super cool. Yeah, and they're playing they're playing tomorrow tomorrow morning. So I'm I'm always watching the 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 games on, on the road of course S same like yeah. my team i'm from like russia my team is spartak moscow yeah. and they, they they played 4 30 in the morning so you know i have to download the game and oh, yeah, yeah. watch it later and i have to avoid internet it's such a pain in the yeah, yeah that's a that, that's the worst part you can't look at social medias and stuff so i hate when that happens when you see like oh they lost oh, fuck they, you ruined the whole day exactly yeah exactly yeah, yeah if, if if i watched it and they lost the game that happened yeah if you didn't watch it and yeah, I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, do you know what is the connection between Russia and Melancholy? Not really. It's, it's so weird. We've never been to Russia. Yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, here, here's a story. Uh, the only time your favorite club, Odebrew, stayed in European competition for more than one leg, that was 1997-98 UEFA Cup, and they made it past FK Yablonets from Czech Republic on away goals, but they lost to a Russian team called wow. Rotor Volgograd. Aha, okay, I didn't know that. Good, good info, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah the, that was that when we got, yeah, when we were in the UEFA qualification, the, the one and only time. Uh -huh. Yeah, okay. we've been really close to, but we, we ended up like second and third. Uh -huh. No, I think we ended up second there and still got to qualify for the U UEFA. Uh -huh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. But uh, since then, I think third place has been the, the best so far. We're like in there in the middle and we went out of, of the top league, uh, what was that, like four years ago, but just one year and then got back in again. Now we're, now we're roughly like around five. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. So we lost a lot of good players so, oh, this year. They sold like the best players. So mm, uh -huh. I don't think we're going to be at the top. Top, uh -huh. top uh, uh, teams this year, unfortunately. To blind to see 
Hello, hello, you're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and today on the show I'm playing you my interview with Eric of the band called Milling Calling from Sweden, and we just talked about um, our shared passion for football game and um, my love and uh, love of Nikola, who is the singer in the band, for Zlatan Ibrahimovic. And that was a song called Who's Laughing Now. This is a song about Zlatan. Oh, I just, I have a massive man, man crush on Zlatan. His confidence, his, uh, just the way he jokes around. Oh, what a man. What a man. All right, uh, let's keep going. Uh, let's uh, listen to the part four of my conversation with Eric of the band called Milling Calling. Uh, they are heavily influenced by skateboarding. I knew that. I knew that a lot of skateboarders like them. I knew that they like skateboarding, but I had no idea they are so involved in the actual skateboarding, uh, the band called Milling Calling. Let's listen to it. I was very surprised. That's, I, in my opinion, it's very, very cool. Let's listen. This is part four of my conversation with Eric. We talked about skateboarding, and you are listening to CITR, and this show is called Rock from Russia. You guys also not only big in uh, fishing and football, you're also obviously big in skateboarding. And I'm sure that, you know, being the skateboarding somehow helped uh, milling calling. Um, I spoke to my Australian friends and they say that, for example, Pennywise, they were a lot in surf videos and they became massive in Australia. So yeah. obviously Pennywise is a big punk band, yeah. but specifically in Australia, they're big because of those surf videos. Yeah. Do you know if you have the same story, maybe certain areas in that where you became huge just because of... Yeah, yeah, like for example, uh, Australia, yeah. Uh, that was so funny because people tell us there that people over there got into skateboarding from Millencolin, which is so weird because, you know, that's, you know, surfing and skateboarding are so big there. But still, and, and I mean, skateboarding was 
what got us playing this sort of music because we heard these American bands on skateboard videos. Uh -huh. So that, that's the first time I heard like Operation Ivy and those. That was, was from American skateboard videos. So we really wanted to, you know, play um, skateboard music really, uh -huh. more than punk rock. We didn't even call it punk rock back then because we called it skate rock because we thought it was like more, uh -huh. you know, a Californian rock so we call it skate rock yeah and and then over the years we we had you know lots of our songs in skateboard videos and and i remember we always have in our contract like if people want to use our music for skateboarding whatever it's just like free for everybody to use Wow, yeah, that's great. And yeah, and then it's always a hassle with the YouTube rights and blah blah blah, blah whatever. But but we, we we have that. We always said that, and and that's such a good thing because you know you spread your your music and I mean skateboarding is still such a big part of who we are. So I mean I love it when our music is in skateboard. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you painted back. You learned uh, the music from skateboarding, yeah. and now you're allowing people to. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. yeah. I heard that you're also sponsoring a skate park. Could you please talk about that? Yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, I'm so involved in the skateboard scene in in our hometown. So, like back in, uh, I think like 2000 uh, was the time where we built our first like indoor skate park, and that was like me and two other friends. We we had a, a skateboard shop too at at the time in in our hometown. So, and we found this warehouse which is really close to where Burning Heart record used to be and our own studios is like in the same building actually it's like a L-shaped building and so it's still around it's called Brad Centralen, the board center, central, uh, and we built that in the the first layout of it, and now it's like completely different because they keep like re rebuilding it, you know, with quarter pipes and stuff. But so so uh, we built it, and and then it, you know. You, it's been taken care of as an organization and and i also me and another friend from the store too uh we had a skateboard contest called millencon open for i think we had it like seven years in a row uh, -huh. uh and it became like the biggest uh, skateboard contest in sweden like everybody were there you know tv you know like they, yeah, they did like tv specials about it and everything so uh, like a really it's like a really small park but still like all the best Swedish skaters and also some skaters from around Europe were there every every year and it's like really really massive clothes it's like uh, there's a contest in uh, in Florida called Tampa Am like, it's really like that it was like that but then uh, I don't remember what happened yeah we went on tour one year and the, the, there was so much happening with million contests, I didn't have enough time to put it on. You know, arranging one of those mm. contests is a lot of work. You know, it takes you months to, you know, because we had like, uh, at night we had like shows and, you know, parties and stuff like that, you know, hotels for everybody and doing like everything. It just took a lot of my time. So, so after seven years, it hasn't happened since. But now we also got a, like a really good outdoor skate park. Uh, and I'm on the board of that park too. But but it, that's owned by the city of Örebro. You know, making a concrete park is costs a lot of money. So they like own the park, but I'm on the board of like the people running it. Wow. That's very cool that you're so heavily involved in this. Yeah, I mean that that's what what formed who I am today. And I mean I love those guys and my friends. You know, everybody there. So wow, that's yeah. very cool. Okay. 
You're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is a weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. I should know which station am I on and which show I'm hosting, but sometimes I forget. Uh, we just heard No Cigar by Melon Calling, and we uh, talked to Eric about uh, their heavy involvement in skateboard uh, culture all over the world and in Sweden specifically. And let's listen to the final part of my conversation with Eric. Uh, in that final part, we talked about um, the problems which happened to them when they released their debut album and a little bit about uh, Melon Calling covers. How about that? Uh, let's do it. This is the final part of my conversation with Eric from Melon Calling. When your debut album came out under the title Tiny Tunes, it caused a few problems. I'm not surprised at the lawsuits by the Walt Disney Company and Warner Brothers, but I found that Chiquita Bananas was a really strange one. Uh, did those lawsuits really hurt you and hurt uh, the labels? No, uh, no, not at all. Uh, I don't know how much they ended up paying, but it wasn't it wasn't much in, in the end. So, uh, and I think we sold like 50,000 of the album once we had to change it to same old tunes. Yeah, and. I came up with, with that idea. I put like, I did that cover like with with airbrush. Uh-huh. I painted with airbrush, uh, like on a, on a carbon, and like it turned out, like a really big piece uh, because I had that video game called uh, the 
it was called no tiny tiny tunes but of the looney tunes and you know there are these circles like the warner brothers circles and then they said like tiny tunes it was like some sort of i think nintendo game or something like that so i had a so that those um, circles are perfect to to you know paint with the airbrush and i put like our skateboarding guy there in the middle and then call it, and then call it uh, tiny tunes instead of tiny tunes so i did that and uh, and it was out for for a year or something or maybe even more because we, we that was our first album so we got bigger and bigger and all of a sudden Warner Brothers like what the fuck those guys <laughs> so they they, 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 yeah, they they sued us and um, but I don't know what, what happened we had to change the cover and, and then maybe pay them something it wasn't big but the, the, the worst part about that whole thing is like the the airbrush piece I actually I, I draw you know I sent that into the printers because I at that point I didn't have like a computer with a scanner and stuff like that that was you know I had like a black and white Macintosh back then because it was so early uh, so I sent that in I never got it back we still up to this date I'm like fuck I hate that because it was like one of my best you know airbrush paintings too and and I mean it, it's it would be, I don't care if it's worth money, but it would be worth a lot of money and somebody probably just threw it away. But I'd love to like just have it. I just yeah. like to keep my own original stuff. Like I, I got like the originals from like Life in a Plate and I got the oil painting I did for for uh, Penrith Pioneers and stuff like that. That's an actual oil painting. Wow. Yeah. So I did, I did everything, uh, I think, uh, for monkeys, yeah, for monkeys, it's just like an ink sketch, and then and then I colored it in, in Photoshop. Uh, but then Penelope Pioneers says that's that's an oil painting, and after that it's all Illustrator. So no no more original, uh, you know. I, I got some sketches uh, with with pencil and stuff. But yeah, lots of bands cover melancholy songs. But have you heard a bluegrass covers of Bullion and Penguins and Polar Bears by a band called the Punk Rock Hillbilly yeah. from Australia? Yeah, yeah. How do you like that? Yeah, really, really good. Especially Penguins and Polar Bears. Super good. Yeah, I posted it on on our Facebook page when I when I saw it. Yeah, really, really good actually. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you so much for the interview, yeah, and they are very excited to see you tonight. Cool. Wonderful. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks. a lot. Thank you so much. <clears throat> Penguins and polar bears. Say you're looking for a way to depress me 
Cause you're fading, I will grow. I don't like you, you don't like me. We're like an energy, yeah, we're like an energy. You got me up against the wall. Soon as you're fading, I will fall. Get back on top, be carefree. It's not the end for me, no, it's not the end for me. Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR, and this is weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia, and that was my interview with Eric from the band called Millie Calling. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, thank you so much for sticking around and listening to, uh, to us talk about uh, the band called Millie Calling from Sweden. Uh, in the end of the show, I would like to bring your attention to a show which is happening on Friday at the Rickshaw Theater, September the 30th, and this is a tribute a release show for the compilation called Rebel Sing. Uh, this is a tribute uh, to uh, the band called Rebel Spell. It's gonna be a massive show. Uh, this, uh, like I said, this is a um, the two L two disc LP is coming out with songs of uh, Rebel uh, Rebel Sing and um, covers of uh, Todd Todd and uh, Rebel Spin. So this is pretty much a celebration of the Rebel Spell and Todd and um, the, for local scene, in my opinion, and Canadian scene as well. It's a massive event. Uh, there will be two stages. I talked to Seamus, who's uh, putting on the show. He said there will be two stages. He the way it's set up so there will be an acoustic stage and uh, like you know normal punk rock stage uh, there's so many different bands the whole idea that the bands will play some of their songs but all of them will do a cover of a rebel span uh, track uh, there's whole by there's a long list of artists but just there's a few just to name ATD Jeff Andrew uh, Sound City Hooligans from Kamloops Reckless Rebels from Edmonton Jesse Laborde Selfis Reds uh, Flag Polar so there's a whole bunch of uh, bands that will be playing the show and I would like to play you a couple of songs from that compilation uh, so you get a little bit familiar and get excited and come to the show at the rickshaw tomorrow um, um friday in the evening uh let's start with the band called selfest uh they covered the song called december 8th 1980 and uh, let's do it you listen to rocket from russia this is a song from the compilation called rebels sing and we're celebrating rebels pal and todd uh tomorrow or friday at the rickshaw this is selfest
that was weekly punk rock radio show called Rocket from Russia. Thank you so much for listening. And that was two local bands which covered a, a Canadian punk rock band called The Rebel Spell, which we will be celebrating this uh, coming Friday, which is tomorrow, uh, at Direction, uh, The Rebels Sing uh, LP tribute release show. Uh, so we just heard uh, the opening track was by the band called Selfest. That was their cover of December 8th, 1988. And then ATD covered 4.30 a.m., one of my favorite songs by the Rebel Spell. So I, like I said, the Rebel Sings, this is a tribute LP release show, which will feature ATD, Jesse Liborda, Jeff Andrew, Selfist, Reds, Flag Polar, Sound City Hooligans, Reckless Rebels, and a whole bunch of many, many bands. Uh, should be a massive event. Two stages tomorrow at the Rickshaw. Should be like almost like a festival. All right, this is it. Thank you so much for listening. That was Rocket from Russia. I'll be back sometime next week. Not sometime, specifically. I can tell you a specific time. I'll be back on Thursday at 11.03 a.m. in the morning, and I will play you some punk rock music. Hopefully, there will be no interviews. Hopefully, I'll be able to play you some new punk rock music, which I'm excited. I haven't done that in a while, in a couple of weeks. So how about we'll do that? If you like what you heard, and for some reason you would like to listen more to what you already heard, you can do that via uh, citr.ca. There's a list where you can find all the podcasts and all the recorded episodes of this show. You can also go on Facebook and find a page Rocket from Russia. There are some links to all the previous episodes of the show as well. And also iTunes, uh, Stitcher, and um, I have a blog, rocketfromrussia.tumblr.com, where you can find all the episodes of the song and the list of upcoming concerts in this city. This is it. Duncan's Donuts are coming up next. And that was Rocket from Russia. And to wrap up the show, I would like to play you a song by the Rebel Spell since this week we're celebrating, um, not with this week, in general we're celebrating Rebel Spell and Todd. And uh, But uh, this week is a good reason because the Rebel Spell... Uh, Rebel Sings, sorry. Rebel Sing, the tribute album to Rebel Spell is being released. Thank you so much for listening. This is Re- the Rebel Spell and the song called Tragedy. Have a wonderful weekend. Hopefully see you tomorrow at the rickshaw and I will be back on Thursday at 11.03 a.m. Have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Bye-bye.